This call may be recorded or transcribed. Giving hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory.
Good morning, thanks for calling Declare Victory. This is Alasita, who's on the line. Good morning. As I went they Eva Mary Rata Gaga Aldata E Gaga As I went Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. God's got our back all the time. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Good Wednesday. Good morning, Brother. Happy Wednesday to you, Brother Michael. Good to hear your sound. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. Good morning, Valuable. There's Moxie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valencia. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuable. Happy Wednesday. It's Rochelle. Have a great, great day. Declare victory. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday, team. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Hi. Good morning. This is Janet. God bless. Good morning, Janet. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Victory. This is Valencita. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Valencita. Thank you. And happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning, Valencita. Good morning, Valencita. This is JR. Good morning, JR. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Valencia. It is a happy Wednesday, and it is my birthday. <laughs> it's Susie. Good morning, and happy, happy birthday, Sister birthday. Thank you. It's a Time to celebrate. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Good morning. Okay. Good morning, Valacita. This is Danette. Happy Wednesday and happy third day of Kwanzaa. Amen. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, Danette. 
Happy birthday, Lisa. Hey, Didi, it's Didi. Good morning, Didi. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Ella Sister. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey, have a great day. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Lisa. And hey, hey, happy Wednesday to you. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valdesita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valdesita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Valdesita. It's Christina Joy. Good morning, Christina Joy. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay. Good morning. Yes, this is Patience. Good morning. Good morning, Patience. Happy Wednesday. Yes, happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us for the last couple of days in December. The monthly theme has been sustained. The declarers will focus on God's grace that sustains every part of our lives. Make sure you call in so you can receive your blessing. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We don't have any new prayer requests, but we do have a birthday. Let's all wish Sister Lisa a happy birthday today. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. 
then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina, declaration by Dion, and then closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is found in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Let us not become weary in good doing, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. And now I'll pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we thank you this morning for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for allowing us to see the dawning of a brand new day. We thank you for bringing us safely to this point of 2022. We thank you for every trial, for every triumph. We thank you for every mountain, every mohill, every river, every body of troubled water we had to cross. We thank you. We thank you because you are good. We thank you because you are amazing. You're loving and you're kind. We thank you most of all because you're faithful to perform everything that your word said you would do. We thank you because you never left us lonely. We thank you because you never left our side. We thank you because you promised to carry us through and you did exactly what you said you would do. So this morning with hearts full of gratitude, we stand in place of heavenly hosts and angels just to worship you, just to magnify you, to signify that you are larger than any problem we may be facing, to signify that we recognize that you are greater than any challenge, any obstacle. We recognize that there is nothing that can stand before you, no sickness, no disease, no problems, God. We recognize that you are the only true and living God, and you fail not. So today, we just take a moment to pause right where we are to bless you because you're good and you're worthy of the praise. We recognize that you are a God that can take our gloom and turn it into gladness. You are a God that will take our mourning and turn it into dancing. You are a God that exchanges our ashes for joy, God, and we just thank you. On today, God, we come as intercessors standing in the gap for those that are standing in the need of prayer. We lift up this great nation to you, God. We lift up this um, war-torn countries across the world, God. We lift up those that are widowed and orphaned, those that are needy, those that are sleeping right here in this country, outdoors, God, the unhoused. Father, we lift them up to you. Many times we have tried to intervene, and the problem is so massive that we can only do a little bit by a little bit. But God, we thank you because your word assures us you have the whole wide world right in the palm of your hand. And God, we thank you that you are a God that sees all, that knows all. You never sleep and you never slumber. And most of all, God, you count each and every one as your children. 
So, Father, we ask that you do what only you can do today, and that's to look in on your children and to bless those, God, that are standing in the need of prayer. God, we thank you that you somehow provide supernatural warmth that keep them night by night. God, we thank you that you guard against hypothermia. We thank you that you keep them safe against crime. God, we thank you that you protect them from the evil that would be lurking because they are vulnerable. Father, we thank you for seeing our children safely through the first semester of school. We thank you for every grade. We thank you for everything that they've learned. We thank you that they will retain it over this break. Father, we thank you for how you've just kept our families together. We thank you for how you've held us close and how you've grown us up over 2022. We thank you for how you sustained us. We thank you for your keeping power. We thank you that for the things that we learned, even through the month of December. Father, we bless you. We lift up those that are hospitalized this morning, those that are convalescing, those that are preparing to hospitalize. God, we ask that you would do what only you can do, and that's to comfort, to heal, to deliver, to set free. God, we thank you that the doctors and the nurses and the care teams are all in your hand and in your plan on this morning. So we thank you that this morning, God, as they seek to minister to your children, that they will be instruments of your grace, instruments of your mercy. We thank you in advance for bedside manner. We thank you in advance for compassion and, and empathy on this morning. Father, we lift up those that are even on the line that are dealing with bereavement and disease in God, and we thank you. We thank you for the comfort that only you can provide. We thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding on this morning. Father, we thank you for the unspoken prayer requests, those that didn't get in in time and those that we just couldn't find the words to articulate. We thank you because you know our heart's desires. You think, we thank you because you know our needs, even afar off, God. We thank you that even when we're trying to strategize and figure out how things are going to work out, God, you already have a solution because you are the answer. So, Father, we thank you that we can trust you not only with our plans, but we can trust you with our life. We thank you that our hand can be secure in your hand and still we can be carried by you, God. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that walks with us, that comforts us, that is our guide and our constant companion. Father, we thank you on today as we get ready to approach the dawning of a new year. We realize it's nothing but your grace and your mercy. We have the testimony that millions didn't make it, but we were one of the ones that did. And so, Father, even as the our assurance to the new year is not complete. We just thank you for this moment. Father, I lift up every elder, every senior, those that are aging, God, and the caregivers that are ministering to them, God, we ask that you would give them the strength, continue to bless them, continue to fortify them in the name of Jesus. Every need that's represented on this line, Father, every household, every family, God, we just lift them up to you today, God. Those that continually sacrifice and never submit a prayer request for themselves because they're so busy praying for other people, Father, I lift them up today. Hallelujah. And I ask that you would do what only you can do, and that's to meet the desires of their heart according to your will and your riches in glory. Father, we lift up every church. 
that remains open in your name. Father, we thank you for the work. We lift up every missionary, every evangelist that are still trying to advance the kingdom despite opposition. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the souls that are going to come to Christ before the end of the year. We thank you for the souls that are coming in 2023. We anticipate an expansion of the kingdom, and for that we are excited. Father, we just bless your name. So as we get ready to take our phones off of mute, we do so with joy and enthusiasm because we realize you hear us when we pray. So Father, it is our pleasure to bless you this morning corporately. It is our pleasure to worship you corporately this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you for what you're doing Hallelujah. right now. We thank you for what you did yesterday. We thank you for what you did today. We bless your name this morning, oh God. Thank you for the God and the Brand Thank you, God. 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 Th
uh, this year of newness, this year of new birthings and shiftings and changings where I am absolutely confident that God is going to do something that is going to not just blow our minds, but revolutionize the nations. Um, and I believe that you all are a huge part of that. We are still talking about sustain. Today is Wednesday. It's the last fasting day of the year. And so, as always, we extend the invitation to you to join with us in um, just pushing back our plate. It's a perfect place. If you have not done so already to begin to um, ponder and consider uh, some of the things that you would like to see uh, that have already been written of you, manifested in the earth through you, through your life, through God's goodness, through his hand on your life, through the grace and mercy that have been provided because you were predestined for greatness. So I'm expecting to see some new authors in this coming year, some new business owners, some new strategies, some um some new degrees. I'm expecting to see some things in 2023 that we've never seen before. But for right now, we'll visit um, this this last conversation that I'll have with you about being sustained. Um, I want to publicly acknowledge uh, my sister's accomplishment. Sabrina, congratulations. Um, I remember us talking about it this time last year that the next thing you wanted to do was become a chaplain, and uh, I believe in 2023 we'll get to see this uh, doctorate be delivered to your hands, and we'll have to change how we talk about you, Lisa Porter. You too. <laughs> We're looking for final dissertations and graduations in 2023, but Sabrina has become a licensed chaplain and so um, I'm grateful to call her sister, grateful to watch her shine. Um, so many of you have done so many different things through God's sustaining power. Um, it is such a humbling experience to watch people go from strength to strength, from glory to glory, from one position to the next position and I'm believing God for you or so much more. Um, right before I go into today's share, will you guys do me a favor? I have some really amazing people that I love um, desperately and have for many, many years. Um, they are the Earl family, um, my niece Dalis and um, my sister Verna C. Earl um, and Carver Earl, if you guys would pray for them, um, just the Earl family as my sister is transitioning and as hard as it is to say, to see, and to watch. Um, will you pray for my heart? Yeah, this one is super uncomfortable, but um, I'm grateful to be a part of the process. Uh, it's just, it's amazing how we so take things for granted, life, and uh, relationships, some of the things that God has allowed us to experience to make us become who we are. And I'm really, really grateful, uh, grateful for their lives, but I'm grateful that I'm in this position. 
uh, in this time and season. So if you would, would you just keep them on your heart and mind during the day? I'd appreciate it. Thank you very kindly. Um, we are still talking about sustained. We're still talking about uh, his keeping power, still talking about his provision along the way, still talking about how he makes ways in the wilderness, still talking about uh, how he's never lost a battle, even when it looks like, feels like, and appears that uh, things are not operating in your favor. His love consistently chases after you. Uh, his kindness continues to uh, uh, open doors and close others. His love for us, his tenacity towards us, his promiscuous love, as my sister would love to say, is um, in many cases unimaginable. When I look back over my life and I, I think about where God has brought me from and uh, some of the places that uh, I thought I should have visited for extended periods of time uh, became meager stop-bys in an effort for me to 20, 30 years later, look back and say, God, thank you. I did not move into that because of your sustaining love. Thank you that I did not make that location, that place a habitation because your love sustains us. And uh, if I could tag this or title it or uh, connect it in any way, I would say uh, God's defense sustains us. His uh, his provision, his protection has done so many things, things that uh, we may never even know. If, if we were to take just a moment um, to visit all the, the mishaps, all the disappointments, all the letdowns, all the heartbreak and heartache that we didn't see, <laughs> If he were just to give us a moment to take a peek down into the things uh, from danger seen and unseen that he protected us from, we might pass out in all child. We might literally hit the flow. <laughs> I know for a fact that had it not been for God on my side, if he had let me uh, have everything I thought that I wanted and needed, if he had uh, let me have my way in so many different instances and circumstances, child, I am positive I would not be who I am right this second. I'm absolutely positively certain I'd probably be somewhere, y'all know my favorite statement, with a purse around my neck, chewing cotton, swearing on everything. It was a piece of uh, Popeye's chicken. I'm confident that had he not kept me from my own uh, devices, had he not protected me in seasons of hardness and times where I could have been a junkie, but uh, that, that still small voice that traveled with me no matter where I went, no matter what circle I was in, yeah, now Dion, you can't do that. And I'll be like, God, why do I hear, does anybody else hear this? <laughs> Is anybody else getting chest ties in their head? <laughs> 
people around me, honey, would be getting high, and I mean on everything. Can I tell y'all a secret? (laughs) I promise you, from a teenage girl, if I ever got into any situation that was uh, not purposed for me, as a kid, I could hear the voice of God telling me, no, no, you don't do that. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, no, you can't go there. Oh, okay. No, no. You don't want to hang out with them. Huh? But they nice, Jesus. No, no. (laughs) You can't kick it. And I I used to be uh, frustrated because I wanted to do what everybody else could do. I wanted to go where everybody else could go. I wanted to say what everybody else would say. But I thank God that because of his sustaining love for us, Because of his sustaining power, if you look back over your life right now, in this very moment, you'll think about places, uh, people, and things that uh, you've experienced that it was only the grace of God that delivered you. It was only the grace of God that pulled you out of that place. For my folks that uh, still celebrate recovery, um, we don't say we are in recovery, we are recovered, but you know the, the conversation, you know the places, the locations for folks that have spent time wasting time with people who had no motive other than their own personal agenda. And that day God said, no, no, <laughs> enough is enough, that's that. His sustaining love, the places that he pulls us out of, the places that he shifts out our mindset, the places that he moves us from, glory to glory to glory in and through him and through him only when you didn't even want to be preserved, when you didn't want to be sustained, when you didn't want to be kept those doors that he closed that you thought were, oh, this is it. This is the opportunity for me. This is the access point for me. This is the door or the gate for me. This is uh, this is about to be the come up. And all of a sudden, things begin to shut down. It's almost like listening to prison gates being shut one by one. Click, clinker. You can hear the noise. If you've ever been in a holding tank, you know the sound when they close that door that you know you can't open. <laughs> I know everybody don't know what a holding tank door sounds like. I happen to know what one sounds like. Uh, My single experience, by the grace of God, uh, for something so stupid and random. Uh, But I I could hear it even when I said it. There's an unmistakable sound of closure that has finality that you have no control over. Sometimes in our lives, uh, God's sustaining power will put you in places of isolation that feel like desolation. They feel like desolate moments for a season. But the truth is, even him isolating you and separating you from the people you thought you needed, the people, places, and things you thought you wanted to go, the voices, the sounds, the spirits, the textures of climates and atmospheres that have seducing spirits looming, waiting for you to be vulnerable enough uh, to alter uh, and to pervert the plans of God for our lives. Isn't it good to know 
that if you're still breathing, if you're still moving, if you uh, still have the activity of your limbs, that there's still time to operate uh, from a healed place as long as you're breathing. So let, let's go to the Word of God. And um, I'm going to do what, what I've been doing pretty much throughout the month. We've been talking about this um, for enough time to know that the reality is that had God not sustained you, I want you to ask yourself this question. Had he not um, kept you, had he not defended you, there are things that, that didn't happen that if you had had your way would have happened. Do you know that there are people um, that have had agendas for you, but God's protective, um, his provisionary, his uh, sustaining hand kept them from doing the things they thought they wanted to do? Do you not realize that there are things put in place that will not allow certain things to happen, even against your better judgment? Right. I thank God for this familiar passage that uh, we all know, love and hear and actually should become extremely familiar with as disciples who are um, sent into the vineyard to bring in those that are uh, lost and unaware of how sustaining this God is. Ephesians 2 and 8, we all know it for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Um, one of the things that I have learned as um, a believer and, and, and have come to understand as a woman of God, as uh, somebody who's responsible for uh, the thought processes and hearts and minds of other people concerning delivering the word of God, is in this season, one of the hardest things that you'll have to learn is we do not have to defend ourselves. Let this coming year be the year where you don't explain away why somebody is who they are, where you start to accept and understand that when you start to grow and to change, when things in you begin to transform, the word says, uh, be transformed by what the renewing of your mind. It's our responsibility to steward our growth process. It's our responsibility um, to stay engulfed and encapsulated in the truth of who God is so that we don't take his grace for granted. We don't take the fact that he sustains us for granted, that we learn how to use even his sustaining power to not just our advantage, but to the advantage of kingdom. So, so what that means for me is I, I'm very thankful that um, today when people don't get me, people don't understand my process, I no longer explain away anything. When people lie on me, <laughs> I'm not explaining away anything. When people mistreat, misdirect, misguided, misinformed, um, make 
uh, uh, gestures or come to conclusions about who they think I am or what they think my agenda is. Listen, can I tell you something? I fooled around and discovered that the word of God over my life is fact. It's not, uh, it's not fictional at all. Psalms 54 and 4 says, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. I don't have to uh, uh, wave a flag. I don't have to, I don't need a banner. I don't need a fanfare. But he, he alone is the sustainer of my life. He upholds me with everything that he is as a son, right? Get this. Psalms 3 and 3 says, but you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head, the lifter of my head. That means that even in those moments where I don't get the process, even in those times where I don't understand the season, even in those moments where the shift has got so uncomfortable that I can feel the weight uh, of my indecision in my own life because he sustains me, I don't have to concern myself because he's a shield about me. Even when I make bad decisions, even when I choose wrong, because he is my shield and my buckler, the expectation is that he would make the necessary adjustments in the atmospheres that I travel in because I'm a joint heir with him, because he promised that his word could never go out and come back void about me, there are uh, times when we feel like we almost maze traveling. Anybody, can anybody relate to that? You'd be like, oop, that's not it. Uh-oh, turn around, go this way. Oop, that's not it. The beautiful thing is that we don't have to concern ourselves even when the enemy, or as uh, this generation would like to call it, the haters, have something to say. I don't have a whole bunch of time to worry about haters because they're really not haters. They're just misinformed uh, people who would like to be friends in their mind, in their imagination, but they don't really know how to kiss it. <laughs> right? But but what I discovered is according to Exodus 23 and 22 is, but if you carefully obey the voice of God and do that which he says, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. Listen, I don't even got to be bothered with my lightweight because of his sustaining power. I don't have to concern myself with people who have uh, overly concerned themselves with me. I don't have to be worried about uh, what he said or what she said or what they said or their opinions. You know, those moments where they call me uh, witchy and all kinds of <laughs> other little stuff because they don't understand the gift of God that goes without repentance on my life, right? They don't get uh, necessarily trying to figure out what's my bottom line. Listen, I don't have one. I'm on assignment from the kingdom. I understand my sonship, and today I can walk in my authority without apology. I'm not defending myself against your ignorance. I'm not defending myself against your lack of knowledge or understanding, right? And and the truth is, according to Proverbs 14 and 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but it's the end. uh, In the end is the ways of death. Ultimately, all kidding to the left, what I've discovered is it it is not a good idea to bother me. (laughs) Do you know it's not a good idea to bother you? 
do you recognize that because of the hand of God that's on your life, because the plans that God has for you are so much greater than the ideas that you have on your own, right? It's so much greater than the concepts you constructed in your own self mind, even though you feel like, you know, on this day and that day, you know, okay, this this is it. And then you get down the road and be like, no, maybe that's not it. Can I tell you a secret that maze, this, this journey that we are all on, it, it requires a level of um, resigning to the truth of who God says you are in such a way that that becomes your protection. According to Isaiah 26 and 3, it says, you keep me in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. What I've discovered, and I'm going to put a pen in this right here, what I've discovered is so many people have been exposed to church. Um, but Jesus, not so much. Relationship with with the Father, um, not not for real. And and the only reason that I know this is because um, there there's a uh, a level of kindness that shows up when you start developing a real relationship with God. There there is a level of um, release that you give yourself permission to have uh, when when you for real start to spend time in in the face of the Father and when you start to understand who you are in Him that really has nothing to do with your gifts or your talents it really has nothing to do with your abilities or your strengths it has everything to do with the fact that you trust what is written on the scrolls of you. Um, when you start to understand that your identity is completely rooted and grounded in words that hover over your life with great expectation waiting for you um, to get a revelation about how amazing you are. See, sustaining power keeps us through those moments of insecurity and uncertainty, those uh, moments when we are put our feet in unfamiliar places and unfamiliar territories and terrains. But the goal is uh, that you would spend enough time in his presence that you would be revealed to you, that you would begin to understand that before you were, you were. Before uh, there was a, a goal and, a, and an objective, there was already a goal and an objective created for you to honor God with your life. He sustains us. Um, while we figure it out, while we figure it out, while we figure out that we don't have to rely on our own strength. According to Psalm 65 and 5, it says, Father of the fatherless, protector of the widow is God in his holy habitation. Um, I was having a conversation with uh, a, a good girlfriend the other day, and um, I'm going to say this to all of us, and especially to our single mothers, but to the men that are on the call. One of the first things that you realize, especially as a fatherless daughter, and this is not unfamiliar vernacular, um, but you realize that if you never learned how to be a daughter to a father, it is really hard to understand and to grasp the love that that 
supersedes that on every single level. Um, but it's hard to understand that you are a son to a father if you've never been uh, a, a daughter to a father. For the, the quote-unquote baby mamas, you know, there are certain things, you know, God forbid, uh, you make an active decision not to allow your child's father to participate in their life because of finances or resources or differences of opinion. Uh, it would behoove you if there's not a man in their life that you have uh, and, and make an effort to ensure that someone solid really is. It makes a really big difference. We don't know how to trust in who he is because we don't understand the love of a father. Many of us, and some of us have fathers that only gave us what they had. They could, they could only give you what they had, and for some they lack luster. But I, I need you to know that God is not a man. <laughs> he is not your father. You can't hold him responsible for things your father did or didn't do in his humanity. It's a very different thing, and, and the reality is, according to this Psalm 5085, right, he's the father of the fatherless, and you guys hear me talk about Newton Carey Jr. all the time, and the fact that literally God gave me like a surrogate. Almost everything that I was missing, he gave me another example of being mothered. He gave me another example of being father. He gave me siblings. Um, the relationship with my siblings is not sibling. It's more paternal than it is um, that of a sibling relationship. And so everything that I was missing that I asked God to reveal or to show me or to demonstrate to me from this angle or that angle, those, those moments of being sustained with things you never really even think you know, you never really even understand that you're missing or lacking in, right? It, it, you get to a point where one of two things happens. Either you believe this thing with everything that you are in every area of your life, or you get to this place, um, even according to emotionally healthy spirituality, which we've talked about numerous times, that sixth chapter, which is the wall, where you stay stuck in religion and tradition and the customs of uh, uh, your your historical family, the people around you, because they went to church on Sundays and Tuesdays and BTU or uh, YWCC or whatever it is, whatever type of religious organization you've been a part of, either you stay stuck there or you move into relationships. You move into the place um, that, that gives you permission to receive the righteousness of God, to receive the cloak of holiness, to receive um, the mentality or the mindset of the fact that his grace never runs out, ever, 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 ever. It never runs out. <laughs> it is always sufficient. Um, in the uh, contrast or contrary, um, you will hear people say things like, God will get sick and tired of you. He, that's not that's not real. He never gets sick and tired of us. But listen, when we get sick and tired enough, who we are begins to transform. And there are certain areas in our lives that won't even require him being sick and tired of us anymore because we understand that his loving kindness, for real, man, is better than life. 
his loving kindness, his uh, continuance in love and uh, his consistency in keeping our hearts and our minds, his consistency in protecting us when we didn't even know we needed provision, those moments in time where we could have lost our minds, but the hand of God literally kept and protected us from all arms. There are certain things that you um, you start to understand when you for real trust him. There are things that happen in my life, y'all, I promise on everything. Um, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I just be like, oh, all right, is that what we're doing? Okay. All right. But what I know is because Romans 8 and 31 says, uh, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That no matter what happens in my life, no matter where I find myself, what my footing or position, um, and you'd have to experience some time in my life to understand that um, I, I don't have a whole bunch of questions. I don't. I don't have a whole bunch of. Um, being bothered moments because I understand that he sustains me. I understand that I don't have to protect myself. I understand that it's his responsibility to provide for me. I understand that on every single level, it's his responsibility to open doors. I don't try to open them anymore. I, I will walk through them. Now, I will do things necessary to get in front of the door that I, I believe I'm being led to. But what you'll just find is that as you surrender and submit your will to him, we walk into those moments of Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you, decrees the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. He already has an objective and an agenda for your life. Our responsibility is simply to agree with what God says in Proverbs 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding in everything that you are. And all that you do, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. It's our responsibility um, to believe that this word of God is for us, that he promised us that greater works than these shall we do in his name, but you have to know that you are the one that's going to do the greater works in real life. Uh, we don't have to worry about haters. We don't worry about uh, the people that have an agenda. We don't have to worry even about the moments of broken family and broken family relationships. God has an uncanny knack of replacing people and sending the people that you need in those times. And then keep in mind that Psalms 23, 5 and 6 is always actively working on your behalf. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All those things, um, you know, it, it's, it's wonderful to hear them at church on Sunday, but it's an entirely different thing when you hear them ringing in your heart on a day-to-day -day basis in uh, the middle of moments of obscurity and frustration and confusion when he reminds you that if I'm 
for you? What is the entire world against you? Right? Isaiah 40, 28 and 29 says, have you not known? Uh, have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth? He does not faint nor grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might. He increases strength. Even when you feel broken and wounded and you're hurting and you're um, frustrated and you're asking God these questions, I don't know about y'all, but I got asking all these questions. I'm always... <laughs> I probably get on his nerves because some stuff I don't understand, right? Some stuff I I don't always get it, but guess what? I ain't got to understand. I just got to know that he made me some promises. He told me some stuff. I, I have some expectation that I can't get around, right? There are certain things that, uh, that I figured out with regard to me having to defend myself or not. I know for a fact that I don't have to make ways for myself. I know that as long as I am in his will and being in his will requires spending time in his presence and being in his will requires knowing uh, the characteristics, the nature of God, not church. Uh, church is just a, 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 an external expression with supposed like-minded people that gives us an opportunity to collectively, collaboratively honor God with our uh, unified sound. That's what we do in the mornings when we pray. Uh, I can imagine that heaven sounds like that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, people crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty collectively. That's why we do that part of it. It is the practice of uh, experiencing heaven and shifting realms and atmospheres and making an impact on the lives that are necessary uh, to be impacted because we are who we are. We don't have to do it from a place of protecting ourselves. All we have to do is be in line, in full agreement with what God is already saying about us. He is not just the sustainer. Right? Um, he's not just the protector. He's not just the provider. But for real, our trust increases when we start to understand that God is our Father. He is not an ogre. He's not the boogeyman. He doesn't, it's not his desire to punish us. It's his desire that none would perish. Right? My prayer for you this morning is, is that you you begin to really wrap your mind around the fact that everything is literally working for you. Even the things that uh, you don't get right this second, even the things that you felt like you blew it in, nothing is failing. Um, I think we, we put so much unnecessary pressure on ourselves culturally um, because we don't understand the mechanics of the world that we come from. We don't understand um, kingdom antics. We're so used to cultural antics that we don't understand our natural habitation has already equipped us internally for shifting realms and uh, changing dimensions. It is our responsibility to know our legal rights. 
as citizens of heaven and understand that even the things that are moving and um, operating that seem out of whack, somehow, because God sustains us, somehow, because his sustaining power is in full operation 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because he's a God that never sleeps nor slumbers, but he takes care of me and you and uh, uh, pretty Patrice and Dominique and um, folks all over the globe simultaneously because he already uh, wrote out who you are. Sir and ma'am, ma'am and sir. <laughs> it's just a matter of you being like, oh, okay, you got me? Well, this looks scary. Jesus, well, <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily want to do this. This look a little frightening. Hey, hey Pop, this is kind of uncomfortable, but you got me? When you start to learn how to say, even in those hard moments, okay, I trust you. And trust you for real, like like you could close your eyes and start walking and know that you'll hear who he is and know to go left or right because you know that no matter what's going on, he's going to sustain you, especially if you are in his will. Give yourself permission today to know that you don't have to protect you, I promise. Now, it doesn't mean um, be be slow. It does not mean be special and just make bad decisions and jump off bridges and carry on. I mean, of course, we we know that there's common sense, but I pray that he would give you the wisdom uh, to navigate today as a son, to navigate today fully trusting um, and and being fully aware of his presence. I, I pray today that you have a supernatural encounter with his sustaining power. The kind that tells you, no, nah, don't stop at this door. Go up the street to the next one because somebody is there that'll need you. Somebody is there that'll uh, want to encounter the power of God that's working in you. <clears throat> I pray today that he would create an opportunity to be God and to be um the the power, the greater working inside of you that perhaps you've never seen. I pray today that you encounter the angels that are assigned to your life to escort you throughout the day. I pray you have the courage um, to give them some instructions, and I pray that you begin to practice that on a regular basis because we are literally encamped about by a host of angels. So that being said, I pray something I said helped you, encouraged you, inspired you on this 48th. Yep, 48th Wednesday of 2022. Thank you all for rocking with us for uh, this entire time. I appreciate you. Uh, there may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. I want to give an opportunity for the fellas first before we allow um, us uh, beautiful, amazing women to take over, as we so frequently do. <laughs> There may be a guy that joined the call. If you've not said good morning, now is your opportunity. I know we unmute and so I'll let her finish. Amen. All right. All right. If no, if no none, none of the uh oh, somebody's phone is. Let me see. See if I can find it. 
If none of the fellas want to say good morning, I will open it up to the Goyles. Good morning, it's Kenya. Hey, Kenya girl. Good morning, this is Wanda. Thank you for your declaration. Amen. Good morning, Wanda. You're welcome and thank you. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Thank you and God bless you, Dion. Hey, Sister Sylvia. Good morning. Just FYI, um, Sister Tony, you may have us on speakerphone or something like that. This is the second day in a row is feeding back. So you may want to just turn your volume down because I don't I don't want you to have to be muted. That's all it was. Amen. Anybody? Anybody? Oh yeah, no, I'm still doing it. Okay. Good morning, Sanaje. Hi, Sanaje. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Great decoration. Thank you, and happy birthday, Lisa. Good morning, Sister Leomia. We love you. Good morning. This is Joyce. Thank you for such a lovely declaration, and God bless everyone. Amen. Good morning, Miss Joyce, and thank you so much for being here. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Oh, it's like hey, we've been talking and, and enjoying your declaration. We can talk about it. I love life and victory. And happy birthday, Lisa. I love you. <laughs> Amen. Good morning, Pastor Good morning. Somebody else was saying good morning. Yeah, good, good morning, morning Dr. Dion. Dion. Good morning. <laughs> Somebody got a, a puppy dog. That's the dog good morning, say good morning too. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, puppy dog. Good morning. <laughs> God bless you. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Happy birthday, Lisa. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Morning, D. Shell. Hey, Shell. Good morning. Who else is that? Good morning. Good morning, Dee Dee. And that was somebody else, whoever that was, that was saying it too. Lori, good morning. Hey, thank good, you so much. Hey, Lord, good morning, good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Great cheer. Thank you. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. Great cheer. Love you. Good morning. Love you back. Good morning. This is Sheikah. Hey, Sheikah. Good morning. Anybody else? Hey, man. If nobody else wants to say good morning, anybody have questions, comments, or commentary? I'll start off. This is prosperous. Um, it was <clears throat> you were speaking everything that not everything, but so many things that I think about. And you even said the scripture that I really, really that's been kind of like 
uh, my scripture, one of my scriptures of 2022 is I know the plans that I have for you. Um, <clears throat> I loved when you talked about, um, you know, I think about it so much where God didn't give me what I wanted. And then I look back and I'm like, God, thank you. You know, even silly things. Like I remember when I was in junior high and I had a crush on this little boy at the time. And, um, you know, he didn't even know I existed. And then, you know, years later, you kind of look back and see where they are. And I'm like, Lord, what would happen if I didn't want it? You know, even then, you know, I just, just and, and closed doors with jobs. And I mean, God, I just look back, closed doors with relationships. It's not like a mean thing, a bad thing. When you, I, and you start knowing, you start hearing what that closed door that he's doing. It's him. You know, where he's, um, I remember when I was out of work for a year and a half and just nothing, no door would open. And that was his time. <laughs> and it don't feel good. But, you know, mm -hmm. I learned and grew so much during that time. So mm -hmm. I just thank God for the open doors and when he, when he opens and when he closes it. And I, I thank him for the ear that I have now where I can hear, okay, mm -hmm. okay. You know, you can kind of, mm -hmm. you can kind of hear it after a while. So thank Absolutely. you so much for your share. Good stuff, Pam, for real, for real. And um, just really quick, I was, I was um, at the hospital last night and family came in. I mean, running, and the lady was just extremely upset and crying and frustrated. And, you know, as we call it, wall sliding. And I get it. You know, when a family member is ill or rushed to the hospital and you don't know what's going on, you have all these emotions that you can't contain, all these things running through your head. And, you know, I, I thought back to the very first incident when Josiah was in the hospital and I, I had no clue what was going on and um, how it was only the wall <laughs> and the hand of God himself that was holding me up. But I, I was thinking to myself now, you know, you, you'll get news in the course of your life that, you know, may not be to your liking, that may um, even be life-altering. And I'm grateful today that I understand that this thing has a process and that none of us are getting out of it alive, that, you know, the question that you have is what do you do with your now? What do you do with the moments that he has given you to operate um, fully? It's completely up to us to take advantage of the fact that he has made us some promises, of the fact that he gave us some insight. But more than insight, he gave us access to his heart for us, his intentions for us, his plans for us, that sometimes things don't work out the way we wanted them to, but they are always employed for our benefit. And I think when you start to acknowledge that, even in moments of tragedy, even in moments of grief and loss, um, that, that we have the experience or access to somebody for long enough to glean from them, to learn from them, sometimes what to do, other times what not to do. If I just keep it 100, um, everything because we were created before creation, all we're doing is what was already done. All we have to do is agree with that process. We add pegs to the steps 
when we go outside of God's will, outside of God's timing, outside of his design and plan, because we think we want something, that's why we need the sustainer. That's why we need the strong tower. That's why we need uh, the fortress of who God is. Anybody else have any questions, comments, commentary? Nobody? Y'all already know. Mm -hmm. This is boring. Um, I just wanted to. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Uh, who else was that after Lori? Nina. Who else was that? Lena, you said? No, you called me Nina, Christina. Oh, hey, Nina. Okay. So go ahead, Lori, and then Christina. Okay. So I just, I just wanted to say that um, just from the day that I met you, just a lot of things that have come full circle. I just want to say I'm very grateful. There are things that you say that just, it's it's the way that you say it. And um, just how, even just, even today, (laughs) just, um, it just touches me in a certain way. And I just want to say thank you. Um, Thank you for letting God Speak through you. Amen. Amen. I appreciate Amen. you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Nina. One of the things you, because um, you did say so many wonderful nuggets. But when you were talking about okay, wait, shift shift your phone. So Uh-oh. you sound muffled. I'm is not I sound muffled. Oh, these not not yeah. the AirPods as in janky. Okay, it I put is. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you were saying how <clears throat> there are times when not only God's defense sustains you, but when you don't have what you think you need, especially when it comes to family, He surrounds you with exactly what you need in that season in your life and replaces what you don't have with what you what you need. So I think about how, especially even this past couple of years, um, I've, I've been enveloped into a family of believers through Declare Victory um, that love on me, that are my sisters for life. And um, God just really did give me exactly what I had been crying and praying for for so many years. Um, once. I opened up my heart to receive it. So it's a beautiful thing. That's why I love you. It's the truth. Hey, you hear me? And it's you know who you are to me, so I ain't got to say it. <laughs> I love you. Amen. Love you too, babe. Good morning, Good morning Rochelle. <laughs> this is not Rochelle. <gasps> this is Patrice. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Wonderful declaration this morning. Beyond um all hell has been breaking loose. Mm-hmm. And the my son away. and he calls me on the phone and I say, Son, 
but you're covered. You're covered by the blood, son. And I'm just as calm. But mom, I said, but son. <laughs> So I thank God for a declared victory. I thank God that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know that whatever happens, he's going to be all right. He's already all right. Mm-hmm. We just got to walk through it. And all those times and all those things that I've gone through um, that has brought me closer in the knowledge of him. I'm so grateful for in this Mm -hmm. moment right here, right now. I love you, sis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love you, too. I'm bringing a book today, too, just that's (laughs) why. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) it's super dope to get to a place where things happen, um, and listen, I I didn't got so crazy with it. I just started laughing. I'd be like, mm, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's what we doing today. Well, all right, pop. What's what's the end result of this? And the cold part is sometimes in that moment, you don't know what's happening, right? And and there are are feelings of uncertainty, and um, you feel a little bit unsure and unclear, but let me tell you a little secret. God is so sweet that even 20 and 30 years later, even when I think about going to go see my sister on a on a daily basis in the hospital, and y'all know I got sisters up the kazoo from all walks of life. You hear me what I say? I'm talking about triple OGs, OGs, double OGs, OG, humpback, humpback, IOGs. <laughs> Uh, church mother OGs, all of the stuff. Um, And I think about being an 18-year-old girl when I met her and all the things that um, she's been a part of my life and the fact that it was her mother that taught me how to pray. So my debt is very different Um, as, as a teenager who really taught me about relationship. I'd walk in that lady's house and I'd hear her calling her children's names out. I know y'all sick of that story, but it's those moments that are pinnacle that that make it very easy for ministry not to be on a microphone or on a platform or be applauded, but it's those in the cut moments that ministry actually evolves in our lives and we see where the, the hand of God's protection, where his um, sustaining power was absolutely evident in our lives. He's so gracious to wink at us from time. Hey, D, it's Shell this time. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Patrice. Um, you there? Yes, I'm here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, when when Pretty was saying, I I totally know it because sometimes when my kids call me and they be in distress, I don't even call a name. I just be like, daughter, son. It's it's different when there's a different type of pouring out and a receiving when they're calling for something. Um, and I noticed that that changed within me trying to parent them from shell then parent them from the steward or the guardian yeah it's, I, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's different 
Um, it's true. It's different when you know that he, the sustainer, Abba Father, gives you the grace to be able to be in that place and not be in that place where I used to tell my kids, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. It's not that anymore. It's a place of listening and receiving. So I get it. And I thank God for sustaining me. I looked at a picture, I think this morning, and I thought about the time when that picture was taken and we was wilding out. I tell you, we was wilding out. What? <laughs> oh my God, Lord, thank you for keeping me and covering me, and sneaking out and getting in my car late nights and getting picked up. And, you know, and I wasn't selling nothing because, you know, but what I'm saying is, you know, it was just him covering me and keeping me during those decisions and those times where I wanted to hang and kick back and have a good time um, mm-hmm. and looking out where I am now and just thanking him for just covering me. And like you said, giving me the people that was going to be suffice in the areas that we didn't have. The My mom that left here early gave me a plethora of mothers that, Timothy, me, you know, it, it's it's a lot. And your share today was amazing as usual. So I thank you, sis. Thank you again. I never am not going to stop saying thank you for being my doula. Love you, man. Amen. Love you back. Amen. Anybody else? Hello. Hey, what's up, sis? Hey. Hey. This declaration has been such a blessing. Much, you know, it was just so much. Even as you were saying, you could just feel the the, the push, you know, and the pull that you always who you are for me, you know, um, you know, just those sound alone how it, it inspires me, and the the words of you know how it, I receive the understanding. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. even when you were talking, you know, I was hearing the um, Holy Spirit saying. Because even when my family stuff, you know, all that stuff, I just was hearing surrender, surrender, because that's what it is. You like, like even um, uh, thinking about, um, like, from far as my mom or as far as my children, you know, it's like I have to surrender even my perspective of whatever I'm holding on to, thinking I'm doing something. I mean, I don't got to really talk to them about that part. It, but I'm just hearing right now, it's the surrender. I have to Absolutely. surrender to him. So, Absolutely. you know, not just to go all into all that, you know, because it would take forever. I'm just hearing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's the surrender. Let go. Let go. And so I can be, you know, um, who I am to, um, called to be even in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm, I'm seeing and hearing. Like, you, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm holding on. I'm not... Even to the perspective, even to the um, to to the the feelings, the feelings, you know. Yeah. Golly, the control, all man. Just I'm just seeing a lot of it, just flashing before my eyes right now, and I'm just hearing you guys. It's a surrender, the surrender because he is su- sustaining us. It's not even me. What is I'm thinking I'm doing? It's not. It's, <laughs> we, we ain't doing what nothing. Right. That's what I'm like, wait a minute, what are God, when you would think you got all this power and control of things like that you don't think because you um it was you, you that's how you coped it, you know, of, of trying to keep this bubble around you, at least if you think it in control, you know? God yeah. 
It's surrender, 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 surrender. Who, Holy Spirit, God, yes, yeah. leading God, even in the surrender for me. I will, I shall, I shall. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. That's the key. It's just, you'd be like, mm, all right, well, I don't know what that is, but all right, that's fine, whatever. Hey, good morning, Dion. This is JR. Good morning, JR. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for your declaration this morning. You know, I was sitting here thinking when I first got on this uh, prayer call, I would be laying down. The days that um, I, I wasn't working, I would uh, listen to the, the prayer call, and I'd be laying down, and I would just be listening. And then as I kept listening, uh, you know, I, I think the Spirit said, uh, hey, Jay, man, you need to, like, get up and, like, pray with, with, you know, pray with the people, right? Because I was just listening to you guys pray, right? Then I went from laying down to praying with, with with you guys to now I'm sitting in the same chair like my mom died about 19 months ago, something like that. And now uh, I went from from laying down, um, praying with you guys. Now when the declar when the declaration goes out like this morning, I'm sitting in the same chair that my mom uh, sat in. And my mom, like, all she did was uh, she, she, she studied the Bible and she listened to the word. And, and now uh, when the declaration goes out, I'm sitting at the table. I'm sitting where she was sitting. I'm, I'm jotting down scriptures. I jotted down, like, all the scriptures and stuff that you uh, shared with us this morning. And I was just talking about, wow. I said to myself, wow. And now I'm to the place where I realize that, like, God just has to be everything to me. And the sustaining part is, you know, I understand for me, I just can't hear something uh, once or twice, and then I got it, right? Like, it's just like food. You just can't eat one meal and just think you're good for the rest of the week. Like, I got to do it constantly, like, over and over and over and uh Dion, like I say, I, uh, I I I really sincerely appreciate you, and I just wanted to say thank you. Listen, that's that's dope to share. I I um thank you for that, Jr. A whole bunch. Um, it means more than you know. Um, I'm grateful to God, and it it helps me to keep going. You guys have no idea how many times I have tried to take this whole phone call and throw it in the garbage. It would take Tanya to tell you to give it away. To just okay, this is the last year. I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> over and over and over again, and and more than anything, uh, you guys have no idea how much. Um, you have caused me to grow up, uh, how much you have helped me to be an extension of God's grace because everybody comes from a different place, a different time, a different season. Everybody's had different struggles. Um, how any type of 
judgment I may have had in my mind because people's lives have their own courses, how um, it's worked patience in me and temperance and gentleness and kindness um, and how that just showing up. I, I never had an agenda when I started this call. All I wanted to do was pray with some other people. I just wanted to be in the company of others that wanted to pray. For this thing to morph into what it has on so many different levels, to hear you say that you went from laying in the bed uh, to sitting at the table writing down notes, JR, is fuel um, for me to continue to operate in purpose here, Jeff, and Pretty Patrice. You'd have no idea of all the different stories. Honey, when uh, Pretty Patrice used to call here and roll her eyes through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> when the sound of my voice got on her nerves, just like it got on yours at first. <laughs> when Brother Jeff used that girl used to roll her eyes at me through the telephone. I need y'all to know. I need y'all. I need you to hear what I just <laughs> Patrice, am I telling the story? Hard too. I can hear. I can hear her neck bones crack. <laughs> hey Dion, huh? Dion, can huh? I just say one more quick thing? Can I say one more quick thing? So, not long ago, um, not long ago, I uh, went backwards instead of continuing to go forward. And um, I was in a real uh, bad accident. And, um, you know, I, I drive I drive trucks. I drive um, uh, big rigs, right? And I had fallen asleep um, behind the wheel. Uh-oh, where you go? Your phone, your phone cut now, Jam. So, and uh, the uh, the first responders, they have to cut me out of the truck. I was trapped in the cab of the truck, and wow. um, when they when they got to where I was at the little bottom of this little hill or whatever, when it, when they got to where I was, like they knew I was dead because the, the the cab of the truck was just a smash like like more than half and I was laying down on the on, on my back and it was I was trapped in there and uh, and when I think about when I think about you know how you hear people say I should have been dead like and and God kept me alive for uh, a reason and then since then it seemed like you know, I just couldn't get no momentum, and I realized that I couldn't get any momentum because I didn't come to the understanding that I needed to put God first, like, in every area of my life, right? And so when I think about that, it just brings up, like, all kind of emotions and everything, and um, and it's like, wow, you know, I really need to uh, make God, like, my everything because that's one of the times, like, I really did that, and I just, wow. And I thank uh, uh, Yolanda for, for telling me about this prayer call 
and everything like that. I mean, I knew I know people have prayed for me because uh, it's amazing. A lot of times we think people don't care, and people do. You know what I mean? Because I thought nobody cared because you know I'm immature and, and silly and selfish like that. You know, and so it's it's amazing. It's just amazing, and uh, I just. I just wanted to 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 uh, share that. That was a, that was an amazing testimony, but I I want to bring something to your attention. So I'm gonna say it like I say it because I'm from Richmond. I'm gonna put you up on game. So get this, <clears throat> isn't it amazing how God will assign somebody to your life for a position of being sustained for the time that you need it, right? And so. Yolandra testified the other week that she used to beg you to get on the call. He was like, honey, you shut up. And whoever this lady is that's talking, I don't want to hear neither one of y'all. But it's because, that's literally, that was her statement, right? <laughs> but the seed was planted. So the word says it like this, one plant, another waters, and God gives the increase. Even Yolandra's life being placed in your life in that time and season was God sustaining you for now. The word then says our times are in his hands, right? The father determines the time. So even though he will put us in situations that are life-altering, that are painful, that are uncomfortable, that we don't understand. Hey, according to Romans 8 and 28, even your car accident <laughs> was employed to demonstrate to you that God's hand is on your life. And as long as you're living, you still got work to do. Now the question becomes, okay, God, you sustained me in this season and in this time. Now, what is it that you would have me do? Because clearly it's not to get up and go to work every day. Certainly it's not to uh, know everything and be everything. It, there, there has to be a reason. That becomes the question. What have you already said about me that I have not uh, had the revelation of just yet? And then you start to ask him to give you the revelation of what you said about my life from the foundation of the earth. What now? What next? That was good Amen. stuff. That was good stuff, sir. And and I also want you, um, I want to bring this to your attention. You are not silly. You are not selfish. You have been surviving based on what culture exposed you to. Right? So silly, I'm super silly. I play way too much, probably far too frequently. Um <laughs> But it's, it's part of my personality. It's part of the thing that gives me access to places that other people wouldn't. You'd be amazed at how um, effective God is at using what we think is futile, what we think is not really a big deal. Ask him, how, how do you use that? But don't call yourself selfish anymore. Don't say that out loud. That's not true. <clears throat> you may have had selfish behaviors. Right, but it does not mean that that's the nature or the makeup of who you are. That's all. Amen. Anybody else? 
I just wanted to add real quick to JR. I thought that was a beautiful testimony you shared about your mom and um, my condolences for you losing her 19 months ago. But I heard it when you were sharing about how she read, she was reading the Bible in your presence. And I always relate to that because I just think about my um, late aunt who just loved the Lord. And um, whenever she would come visit from Mississippi, there were two of them older than my mom her big sisters. And the Bible would just smell like perfume. I was just a little kid, but they just were just women of the Lord. And those things sustain you even when they're long gone, like they're gone. They're not here anymore. But I truly believe they prayed over me. They didn't have to do it loud and all over my head and everything. But I just know the spirit of the Lord was with them. So I just wanted to say thank you um, and just cherish those memories of your um, mother. Um, God bless you, sir. Hi, Dia. This is Sylvia. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm listening to um, <clears throat> which happens often when people are talking, um, testifying about how and what this call has meant and done for them. And I just wanted to, um, I don't know if you was on the call yesterday, um, but yesterday, my sister Glenda, that's getting ready to have surgery today, uh, to put a port in for uh, dialysis of, that she can do at home. Um, this is the same sister whose son was killed, and then a few years later, her daughter uh, died of a fentanyl overdose. And I have, and she's been in just great uh, grief ever since I, you know, had been trying to get her to, on the call, been trying to get her to get therapy, and just. But one thing she has done, um, and I know this is what has sustained her, is that she's, you know, always in the scriptures and she's always posting, you know, scriptures that are speaking to her heart. Well, yesterday, you know, well, all of the sisters, there's five of us, got on a call on Monday, a conference call, just to show her how much we loved her, and I led us in prayer. And so I took that as an opportunity to invite her on the prayer line because she really was moved by that. And so for the first time, she came on yesterday, and she just listened. And I texted her, and wow. she said, yes, the call. And what really was amazing, um, well, it was amazing. I was a little nervous, not, you know, anxious, but um, one woman shared about her niece and nephew, I think it was, that had uh, had fentanyl overdoses. But mm. she was talking, yes, that came up on the call yesterday, and it was mm-hmm. just interesting. But the thing about it is she, you know, appreciated the call. She got something out of it. And, you know, it's been like, I'm telling you, like at least three or four years I've been trying to get her on this call. And when I talked to her this morning, her sound was different. As she got ready mm-hmm. to go to, uh, she's in Chicago, getting ready to go to surgery, she sounded so courageous and so wow. confident. She didn't sound afraid. She didn't sound scared or anxious. And I told her, I said, you sound different. Your sound is different. And mm-hmm. so I just want to thank you for, you know, for this, for you even God putting this on your heart and your mind to establish this prayer line, to keep it going for all these years and for every single life, including my own, that this prayer call has touched um, 
people don't even realize it until they get on, you know, um, the topazes and the Danettes and the Kims, you know, people who have, you know, just been seeking something and they'll just say, just, just call this prayer line. You're going to hear something that's going to touch or change your life. And each one of them, it has, <laughs> you know, yeah. and so I'm so, so grateful. And it just helps me as, you know, God continues to work on me and, and guide me in my purpose um, and you were, uh, Jr. reminded me of myself when I was listening. I used to be laying down or <laughs> half sleep or this or that, and then I'll hear something and make you sit straight up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember that January 2021 when the, the month of uh, purpose, and I was seeking. I really wanted to know what was God purpose for my life. I did everything I thought I wanted to do. Just had left a job and everything. And I literally got a notebook and started listening to every one. I'm telling you the whole 30 days. And not only did I listen and take notes, but every scripture that was thrown out there, I studied it, I read it, and I meditated on it. And by the grace of God, by the end of that one month, I knew. I knew what my what his purpose was. Mm-hmm. for my life and been walking mm-hmm. in it ever since. So I just thank you and I just thank everybody on this call that contributes with their testimonies and their truthfulness. It's not fake. It's not phony. This is some real life stuff here and it just changes. People are like you said writing books and starting foundations and you know I'm listening about Victory City and so it's amazing. I just wanted to say that. God bless you. That was a big deal. Thank you Sylvia. And thank you for um, sharing the testimony of your sister. And my prayer is that she would come right on back <laughs> after the surgery is over. That court surgery is usually pretty quick and and pretty painless. So my my prayer is that not only it, it be well, but um, that she too would be able to to come on board and 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 grow in faith and. And even experience some healing. Amen. Thank you. Oh, one Amen. more thing. My, my sister in Mississippi, I told her about Glenda being on the call. And the next, about a few hours later, she texted me and said, What time is that call? What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going on mute. Good morning, uh, my sister. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. that was my uh, niece and nephew who died two years ago um, with the fentanyl overdose. That was me on yesterday mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. it. And um, my brother and his wife just went to Brazil yesterday. Well, uh, Monday they left on that day, and they were flying his body back to Brazil to lay them away. Uh, she was saying how she had to live uh, for the two years with his uh, ashes there in the home, and she just hadn't found any peace. And I want you all to know, thank you so much for your prayers. Um, but yesterday, I was so full to be on. I am so grateful for this call. I am ever in debt to you and the, the whole uh, body of believers that are here uh, regarding our testimonies. People if we tell our testimonies, I don't care how, you know, grotesque sometimes it sounds, but just hearing someone else, how they, you know, push through. This was uh, totally not in my uh, conversation for yesterday, but it just 
came up. And I'm so glad that it touched uh, that woman. She could hear that there is someone else that experienced mm-hmm. two deaths at the same time. This wasn't mm-hmm. just her son. This was the son and the daughter-in-law. And there is a child that is left today that the mother, I see my brother and my sister-in-law uh, just I mean, they have poured into him and pouring love into him and just pouring. And my brother is a worship minister. So he's just ministering and and, pray, and, and teaching him how to play uh, music and, you know, just to keep his mind. This is a young baby. He didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't understand, but he knew something was wrong with mama and daddy. He knew that mm-hmm. they had did that something they wouldn't feeding him. And that wasn't normal for him. He was able, but let me tell you how the Holy Spirit, Dion, allowed this child to go outside. He opened the door where he was at in that apartment. He went out there. He never, he didn't know the apartment. He had only been there two weeks. They they knew nothing about it. They had just moved into this place. And a neighbor, a neighbor, if you are vigilant and you are sober and you can see, he sent a stranger to help this baby out in the parking lot, like many of us would do. Because if you Mm -hmm. see a child and you know something that's out of sort, you don't see children by themselves. So Mm -hmm. that lady saw him and he left the door wide open. He didn't Mm. close it. He couldn't close it. He was a little boy. So he went and he went and got help. He went to help his mom and dad because they wouldn't wake up. Mm -hmm. And he took this uh, neighbor back to the apartment. The neighbor would not leave this child until she went all the way to the door that she knew something would be open. Somebody's going to be looking for a child. She went and Mm -hmm. the door was wide open. And there they lay in the midst Mm. of their fentanyl that was left on the table, whatever it was. It was an immediate, uh, um, you know, simultaneously. They Mm -hmm. both at the same time. And wow. so that was a call. When I received that call, Dion, I, 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 all I, I can hear in the background was this cry that was so loud. This is, woman is Brazilian. I'm not being, um, you know, a prejudice or anything. Or, you know, it was just the cry of a mother, a cry of a mother. And it is, I'm asking you all to continue to pray for Adida and Carl Nicholas. I'm asking you to pray for, his name is Teven. Teven is, is a little boy, and he's coming up in a big world that has a lot of stuff that he could be led mm-hmm. to, and that we are just praying his strength. Thank you, Dion, for your year. I mean, it was phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. We're praying for Teven. I love you. Yeah, Teven. His name is Teven. Yes. God bless you, and Happy New Year's, everyone. Amen. Anybody else? Well, to God be the glory. If not, um, great morning. I am excited about what God has already done that we get to walk into. My prayer is that um, we would raise our expectations. <laughs> that we would expect more, that we would thrive to be any and everything that God says uh, and has said of us 
from the foundation of the earth, that we would get to a place where we like, yeah, I think I agree with you, Pop. Let's do that. <laughs> um, that you won't be shaken in 2023. I don't care what happens. As a son, you understand that the father has an obligation to make sure that all things work together, that he would be glorified through your life. So I'm excited about the coming year. Thank you all for indulging me yet another day. Uh, and I pray uh, that if no one else has anything, I pray that you go and you grow in love, that you would be the Jesus that somebody needs to see, for real, for real. That you wouldn't take your life for granted, but you would know that everything about you is valuable that you have purpose and intentionality and that God has a plan for you. All you got to do is agree. That's it. That's all we got. So if there's nothing else, I'll give you guys back about 15 minutes. And um, I'll hear you, those of you that are fasting today, at 5 p.m. Otherwise, we'll hear you Thursday morning, y'all, these last few days of 2022. Jeez, that was fast. All right, guys. I love you. Have a wonderful day. All right. Love you. Love you. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you guys. Love you all. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.